Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome, Santa Barbara. We're all back again this wonderful week. Kind of crazy with all the fires that are going on, but we're going to be hanging in. You can't stop a Santa Barbarian, that's for sure. No matter what, that's our goal in life is to be present and make the world a better place. So I want to welcome anybody that's joining us here for the first time, our regulars, uh, all guys, gals, teams, and all those that identify as that. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I'm going to throw that in. I don't even know. Uh, I brought that up. I had a friend that's uh, Dr. Serena Petrolino, and she told me that she spent four hours in a workshop shop learning pronouns. And I, you know, because she's got my humor. I'm like, oh, you're joking me, right? She goes, no, Erica, I'm not joking, and it's not funny. <laughs> she goes, he literally needs to learn the pronouns now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. In the house, we have Christine Marie. We've got Richard Dugan, our producer, of course, Ed Langlow, Richard Ellsworth, Sloan Reality, vocal coaching by Sloan, Dominique Cackett. How are you all doing today? Very good. Very good. Hey. Good morning. Yes. So uh, let's just go around. What is she? What is she? So oh, passing paper. Okay, let's go around. I, I wanted to. Um, I, I really try to spend every single day reaching out and meeting somebody. Or I don't force myself on anybody. Please talk to me. But I was at the <laughs> bank <laughs> at Union Bank, and you know you got to do the six foot distancing and everything, which I'm fine with. You know, I had to go up to Open Teller, so I go up to the Open Teller and. Um, I uh, they couldn't help me out right there, so I had to go in a separate line, which is fine because um, you know I don't know if they allow it to go inside or not. But anyway, I you know you just meet your people. Okay, it's a tribe, right? A soul, you know, because that's what really all just having a human experience. We're all little souls popping around. So this woman likes to start to step up, and she was hesitant. And I'm like, you know, I allow four feet, not the six feet. So you know, because I could hear you with the mask. Okay. So um, God, I had the greatest man. I was so happy that this was delayed because I looked at it. I got to meet Jessica. So Jessica, uh, you're a neat person, and I love you. So um, yeah, it was really cool. We'll see what happens down the road. So you know, when you when you're at these places and you're confined. Um, I just try to look at people's eyes and, and I don't, I'm, if you want to talk great, if you don't want to talk, that's just as acceptable, but it was, it was a nice, what a wonderful, nice day. So anyway, Dominique, what do you say? You always meet people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm so appreciative. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff online. And so like uh, I had a, a situation where I needed to call our County tax collector office. And I was trying to figure something out. And the first thing I said to him was, thank you so much for working. Because I really appreciate the people who have decided to um, go off the unemployment and go back to their jobs and help our community function. So I'm always very conscious to thank the people who are serving our community. Thank them for working. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, the thing that is so fascinating to me is, of course, the fact that um, there are people who are going to their, quote unquote, brick and mortars and other people who are staying home. But work is still getting done. But then again, you're also looking at the the opportunities that have been uh, presented to us. And what I heard something just the other day, how uh, people, you know, they were so used to going to their brick and mortar pl- uh, places of employment and got used to that. And uh, of course, there was always that discussion of telecommuting, that term, 
Well, guess what? More and more people are really getting more and more used to staying home and still doing the work they do. And it's just, uh, you know, again, I, I go back to what I said before about the opportunities that have been that have come up for all of us. So I, I think this is a great time, a really a great time to uh, seek out and find the kind of work that you want to really do. So I, I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited. Ed, what do you got going? Well, I'd just like to give a quick shout out to my next door neighbor who has been going through some very hard times in recent months. And lately she's been asking me if there's anything she can do to help me out. So I'd just like to give a shout out to uh, Catherine McCracken, my elderly neighbor. Hi. Oh, way to go, Catherine. That's yes. just, that's love. Right. I may she has a question on you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Careful. I know, right? You know, get me in trouble. trouble. You'll get yeah. in trouble. That's, 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 that's. I've been there. Age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sloan. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. You know, there's a theme of, of kindness and consideration that is really starting to happen in the community. I love, you know, the shares are ready. Uh, yeah, I was on the phone with, you know, EDD earlier this morning and, uh, you know, I did the same thing. I was like, man, thank you so much for your help. I know you know, this thing is so frustrating. And, and, and she was just, just people feel that anyone in service, you know, when I'm out in the world, uh, but I tell you some, you know, unintended consequences of having to stay home. So my 11th grade daughter, who was completely resistant to this whole thing, refused that she's not going to do it. Check out what her day looks like. And now total different story, loves it, <laughs> loves online. She gets up in the morning when my husband and I get up, uh, we get up, well, we get up early, but we're usually out the door by 6 a.m. We're either walking or going to box or something. She's getting up at the same time now and she goes surfing for part of her PE, comes home in time. Usually she started on Zoom on the way here, but she's home in time to get her first two classes out of the way. She will then run errands or go surfing again during lunch, uh, do her third period with some other girls. They're all in Spanish together. And then she goes to work at the surf camp. And we'll, she is loving the flexibility, the freedom. Um, so who knew? And, I, you know, I haven't been able to talk to her today yet. But my question for her is, you know, so what's your takeaway with this online you know, remote learning thing. Uh, I think that she's really enjoying it. We, she yeah. did school on Friday. We took some girlfriends. She did school from Lake Nacimiento on Friday. They all were there out on the deck with the with their books and their computers from the lake. They didn't even have to be in a classroom. I love that. More like more like this. Socrates. Click below. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's true. And then you're going to have a, I think that the shift is going to be when you have to go back, maybe there should be options. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't want to go back now. Exactly. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot of drama in high school, a lot of drama, yeah. especially with the social media and everything like that. A lot of bullying, a lot of drama. People say, Oh, there's no bullying. I mean, there's so much bullying going on. I mean, oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, uh, we are, uh, I think the problem is right now is as the parent, you know, you, you want to be um, involved, but distant, <laughs> no pun intended, because the, you, the child has to figure it out, right? Yeah. But it's hard. I think it's a lot harder on them than it ever was on us, ever. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I'm a pretty, I'm proactive and I, she always, she never turns audio off. So I hear everything going on. I don't hesitate to go jump right in on there. <laughs> what, what was that? I heard two boys, English class. Well, oh, this is up for, I, I should stop. Uh, I heard a conversation. They were all broke on their little breakout session, four of them talking and the two boys were getting nasty and roughing each other up. And one boy said something about the other boy's mama. And it was very nasty. And I walked right over and put my head right in the screen. And what was that? What did you say? I said, oh, 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 wait. So, yeah, we can be proactive and still still make a point and, and you know, and be their be their support and, and remind them because they know yeah. they know right from wrong. They know kindness and courteous versus bullying. Right. They, already, they just need little gentle reminders. Exactly. Christine Marie. Uh, I it's funny, funny. I started the, a new job working with homeless services um, after the shutdown in April. And I really have so much admiration for I'm doing administrative work. So I stay in the office. But the people on my team, um, you know, in my office, to, they go out and they're working with the homeless people and they're helping them and they're connecting and they're getting them services and doing all sorts of things. I've just am so grateful for them. And they're so kind and they're so I mean, they have patience and the capacity to listen to people who, I mean, this is also, you know, behavioral wellness. So this is people who are, don't have, who aren't, you know, who, who have mental issues as well. And they're really, these, these, the people I work with are so good at their jobs. And I feel so grateful to be there and be in that department and be supporting them in their work. It's really a blessing. Super nice. Okay, last but not never least, Mount Sage Healing, Richard Ellsworth, what say you before we go to break? Um, well, as, as uh, a lot of you know, I've been you know planning on this trip to to Ireland, and you know it's, it's kind of difficult to go to a, a foreign country when you don't know anyone and and all of that. But I've already been communicating with the people that I'll be staying with, and they've just been so incredibly welcoming, even though they barely know me, just sending me text messages and stuff regularly. And um, it's just really fantastic to have that type of support, and um, it really just you know gives you a feeling of of connectedness with with everybody. Excuse me, Richard. Why am I just now hearing about your trip to Ireland? <laughs> and you would well, you guys, know. Listen, you, let's take a break and you guys can talk about it at lunch. <laughs> okay? Because you came in the two minutes line, two minutes ago. Um, and then we have a mystery guest. Richard brought her in. She's a lovely spirit. I'd love her to come on the show. So we have during this. There she is, Micah. So we'll decide or she'll decide or we'll all decide. And uh, we'd like to come back to Micah after these messages. This is Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. 
Instagram. That's nice. I had a <laughs> jumping cat. I don't know if it, it, it got caught on the video. It was awesome. Oh, that's hysterical. So anyway, we have, uh, I want Richard to step up and convince Micah, who's sitting next to him, who's, she's sitting next to him, and let's get Micah on the line. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See how easy that was? So, so this, this, uh, our, our, so, so this is Micah, and Micah is, you're a body worker? <laughs> yeah, so like massage type. I'm licensed acupuncturist and massage therapist. I've been practicing for 32 years. Um, I'm, um, uh, really a mystic. I, uh, really, my body work is based on mystical experiences and trying to understand and put that together with, uh, with what, what we know about the, the physical body, which is actually much, much more than physical. It's, um, and it's, it's exploring the magnificence of who we are. That's, that's my work. Yeah. That's awesome. Hi, Dominique. (laughs) I really appreciate that because when you work with people, you're working with the wholeness of a client rather than just the physical 3D of the client. And it's so wonderful when quantum physics uh, started being the new science of the day. It made the mystic part of me so happy that people exactly. were finally recognizing that there were so many more dimensions that we exist in while we're enjoying this 3D, 4D experience. So that's so wonderful. Yeah. What I wanted to mention was that's so amazing, Micah, because I've been writing, I, I read Tarot, right? And I've, I've been working on an article for the, I, I, I read down at Paradise Found, and I am... I, the strength card is I'm just going to throw my card out here right now is the one I've been working on right now. And it's really, for me, this card is all about the body and the relationship with the body and the, like that the, it is this product of like billions of years of evolution here chosen by our spirit at conception, you know, like everything. And so I, I've just been really thinking about that. So to have you come and sit and just sort of reflect or, you know, just sort of touch on some of the things that are going on in my head, you know, and, and I'm writing down. It's been, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. So uh, Micah, what made you get interested in learning about body work? Were you first a mystic or um, did the, and it just came naturally? I mean, even as a kid, you know, as a kid, and I grew up in North Dakota, so, you know, I was pretty odd. Um, but I always had this connection with nature and this connection with the David realm, you know, the, 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 the water fairies and, and the, the, <laughs> and the, the frogs and the snakes. And, um, and then I became an athlete and um, I noticed it was really from being an athlete that there were, I'd have these moments, these peak experiences where time would stop I would be like hyper aware of my surroundings and something beyond ordinary reality would happen for me. And I would have these, I would have these peak performances and I was fascinated, you know, what was going on with my body and my mind and my spirit, you know, what was the connection? How was this able to happen? And that's what sort of initiated the uh, my, my my quest into um, alternative medicine and uh, Chinese medicine and energetic medicine and qigong and massage and 
Um, yeah, so that was the beginning. That's fascinating. Where did you, where did you go to school for acupuncture? Here in Santa Barbara. Where they had the yeah, school. They used to have an acupuncture school here. Yeah, do you know Dr. Uh, Brian Folk? Mm, he has no. a practice in CARP, but I don't think he went to the... Uh, you oh, know I do know him. Yes, I went to see him. <laughs> oh, that's who you went to go see? Awesome. Do you yeah, know... Uh, really sweet sweetheart. Really good guy. Know, she retired, but you know, did you know Mary Scoran? I do. I do know Mary Scoran. Yeah, she's a really good friend of mine, but she's she's out of town right now. Who do you know? You know somebody. Uh, I, I think it was once a teacher there. Uh, Anthony Carr is also a wonderful. Yes, I know Anthony. Yeah. Anthony just, just lent me some uh, some Chinese herbs recently. Yeah. So I, know so we're, I just want you to know we're a very hip show. Okay. <laughs> we know people. This show knows people. No people. Um, I just want to add, it's really interesting that you had this experience as an athlete, because that's part of being an athlete that we don't necessarily talk about. But there are, I mean, um, I was in track and I did a lot of running. And there are times where you hit sort of like a transcendent reality in your body yeah. where you're they feeling. Call it, they call it the zone. Yeah, there you there you go. <laughs> no. But uh, uh, you get addicted. Yeah, I try to stay in the zone all the time now. I, I never. I try to never leave it. I'm just always there in the zone. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be an athlete to be in the zone. Oh you no, don't, no, you no. Just, uh, What? Oh no, I, I know. I need to get back in that zone. <laughs> yeah. that zone. So. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, do you want to say something? Ed, did you want to say something? Can you hear me, Ed? Did I? Yes, I hear you. Oh, did, did you I want to add? say something? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I actually I'll hold off because next week's segment has a little bit to do with that. Oh, so well, we have to yeah, wait a whole I, week. <laughs> well, yeah. we have to invite Micah back. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well, I, I, I do like have back for next week, and then because I wouldn't want her to miss it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I could ask another quick question, Micah. What's the best advice that you give kids right now during this COVID lockdown for continuing being an athlete? What are you telling them? And especially right now, if you look at the sky in Santa Barbara, it's all orange. So mm-hmm. there's craziness going on right now. Uh, so I assume that mindfulness, that's what I was referring to in my next segment is on mindfulness. And I would kind of assume that fits into a little bit of what you're talking about, isn't it, Micah? Absolutely. Mindfulness yeah. and, and, and living in the present and, and being more aware of your body and your breathing and your sense of smell and touch and so on. But I did a whole segment for I do a weekly segments on the show called If Only I'd Known. And that's my segment for next week. We have a minute left. Micah, what do you recommend as far as body work? How many times or is it an individual um, once a week, once a month? And when well, you see yeah, somebody for the first time, how, how do you how do you approach it? Because everybody, every I have everybody's different. Yeah, every but, everybody's different. So and everybody should get body work. Absolutely. Everybody should get body work. You know, maybe a session a week, maybe every couple of weeks. It depends. And it depends on what happens during your bodywork session. Because if you have a really powerful session, it'll take you a while to sort of digest it. 
you know, to go through all of the layers of yourself. Um, and, and so it may take you a couple of weeks, but on the other hand, it might not. So, you know, yeah. So, so it, it depends, but I would say. You what? I apologize. You incorporate then with your body work. Is it a separate session with acupuncture or you, you throw the, you, depending upon what you feel intuitively that somebody needs, that's what you yeah. do. It's, it's de depending on uh, what they require. Some people really respond to acupuncture. They, they just really love it and it works for them. Some people, it's just not their thing. Yeah. I love acupuncture. Yeah. yeah so many likes it too. I, I love the needles in the top of my head. This yeah. is my favorite place. <laughs> I, I actually almost passed out in the radio oh, yeah. show. Right yeah, now. I love that. It's so funny. All right, let's take a little break. This is exciting. We've got a lot more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Thank you. All right. So at break, Sloan Reality was sharing, and now she's all, you know, was all nervous. Are we, are we on? Are we on? So, <laughs> you know, I think it's extraordinary when we all share. Um, I, I definitely, I've, my mom was a, a licensed massage therapist. And it was, it's, uh, so I was blessed. So for kids, uh, earlier, they're better. I, I, my mom used to give baby massages to my kids when they were babies. So I, I because I think it's important to have that connection with the, uh, another human because it's all energy, right? Everything about is everything is energy and information. Christine. Just takes us a minute to, to switch everything off. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to say when I was in my 20s, I went to massage school, um, acupressure massage. And I, you know, I, I, at that point in time, I really believed that everybody should have massage. Everybody should do some sort of massage training because we hold so many things in our bodies. And during the whole time I was in my training, which was I took sort of a long long training uh, you know uh, it took me a year versus someone doing it in a month and but for that amount of time i would walk around and just be weeping you know and people would stop me on the street are you okay honey i'm like yeah i'm just i'm just releasing it's okay because i could feel where i was holding things in my body and i had no idea that i had been holding those before and where it came from and whatnot but just the releasing was so powerful to not and to not be afraid of that and to learn to touch other people that touching is okay and i know in the time of covid we're we're you know we're physically distancing but it shifted my whole way of connecting with other people because i could touch them and know that that, that it was a he healing loving healthy touch and I, I wasn't afraid of it you know it was good Nice. <laughs> Christine, you bring up such a great um, 
you know, I, I also, I don't tell people this, but as soon as they start working with me, they, some people figure this out. I also am a body worker, uh, much like Micah. I just use a different vehicle. I use the voice as a voice coach. And what you just described, you know, those tears and that release and people come as like, I don't know why I, this is happening. I don't know why I'm feeling so emotional. Uh, I do a lot with the energy centers, the seven chakras, you know, mainly, mainly the physical, not a lot up in here. Um, but that all came as a surprise. I didn't realize that early on in my practice 20 years ago, that that's what was going on. Uh, and, and it's a benefit now because I can see where people in that very first session, I can see where the blockages are. And I just like find you know, laser focus and get them moving stuff out in that very first session. Uh, but I, I didn't I didn't realize that I'd studied that a little bit. But to actually to help people find that and unlock like a like a hose, right, like a human hose and stuff gets kinked. And if someone's always having sore throats or losing their voice, there's something going on in here. Right. If they're always having tummy trouble, something going on in that third, that solar plexus area. So we open that up and relax that. So, so just so fascinating, the whole the holistic view. And I know now insurance companies are actually some are starting to acknowledge uh, acupuncture and chiropractic as real therapies, uh, equine facilitated learning. They're, they're starting to actually accept those and cover that those sort of expenses now. Finally. Hello. <laughs> you know, it, it's so interesting that you bring that up because um, looking at the 19th century, 20th century, it's interesting that so many of our people started doing things like smoking, smoking cigarettes. And right now we have our kids having sort of almost an epidemic of uh, vaping and so forth. And that has to do with your your for, your fourth chakra, right? Your, your voice, yes. having a voice, speaking your truth. And, and um, it, it's so fascinating that part of what the kids in this generation have this wonderful opportunity to do is to integrate their whole body, their whole experience, multiple dimensions into enjoying this human experience. And I can attest the voice is powerful in understanding who you are and getting body work done, all of this is really powerful in figuring out who you are. <laughs> She's just sucking it all in. You know, when I passed you the ball, Christine, I just thought you were gone. I had to get you back in. It's 11-11. Bring it. That's Bring it. it. Did you want me to ask a question or did you want me Whatever. to do my- I don't know. I just spirit said, ask Christine. So it's all right. You know, that's why everybody knows that this is all scripted. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I do. I do want to talk about my card a little bit. Can I do that now? Because when I yeah. talk about the strength card in most decks, the strength card has a lion in it, and it's usually like a, a woman holding the mouth of a lion, or looking into the mouth of a lion, or somebody wrestling a lion. You know. And um, what I really love about it is this is a, a woman's um, sitting, you know, relaxedly on a wolf's back behind a moon, and and it's a it's sort of a for me it's connection in my, the strength card in most tarot decks is all about getting hold of your animal instincts, you know what I mean? And, and controlling it. And for me, this card is really about honoring the body, honoring what it's trying to tell us. We, our culture does not honor that. Our society does not honor that. When someone gets a pain, we, we take medication, we take painkillers. We don't put our hand on the body and say, wow, shoulder, you're hurting. What's going on? Or my neck is hurting. What's happening? So this connection in with really honoring this vehicle that really is 
the product of billions of years of evolution and the perfect, um, I mean, the most specific, perfect, I almost want to call it hot rotted ride for our spirit for this lifetime, right? And so it's like, I just feel it's so powerfully that as we reorganize our relationship to our own bodies and love them and honor them and respect them and, and, and ask what's going on versus trying to just cut it out or, or, you know, like what, so when we go to a body worker, to alternative people, they aren't just looking to cut out a symptom. They're looking at what that symptom is expressing and going deeper into what's going on with and, and with us. And everything is so connected emotionally and physically everything's all connected and so when our body's expressing it's something that maybe we didn't speak a long long time ago and 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 our throat is clamping up clamping up clamping up and we really need to use our voice and so something shifts so i just think the more we honor and align with our bodies and connect with them and and ask them you know (laughs) include them in the conversation right um it, it just changes everything. Yeah. Micah, do you want to add to that? Sure. Yeah. Sensation right now, sensation is primary. It's, it's, it's the most important thing that you can do right now for yourself is notice what you're feeling, what you're sensing, not just feelings, right? Not, not just emotional feelings, but actually like the skin, like, how does the air feel on my skin right now? How do I feel when I walk into a room? How do I feel when I'm resting? And uh, along with what Christine said, if there's an ache, if there's a something bothering, just acknowledge it instead of trying to chase it away. Acknowledge it and just um, something that I've been working on is, is, is um, dissolving the boundaries of of like between me and you um and dissolving like it my liver hurts well nobody says that my liver hurts my elbow hurts okay (laughs) like my elbow hurts here well where's the boundary of that pain like what if there isn't a boundary if you dissolve the boundary of the pain the pain begins to open and move and that's that's basically how i work actually is by paying attention into a person's symptom it begins to move of its own accord. There's a great intelligence, a great intelligence, an infinite intelligence that actually runs through the physical body. And if you start paying attention, start sensing, start noticing your senses, start developing that muscle of noticing how you feel, you're going to start getting more and more and more and more insight. I mean, a depth of insight that you can't, even, I can't even imagine because it just keeps opening up for me. Yeah. It just, it's, 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 the body is, is a portal. It's a portal. You can go anywhere with this portal. You can, you know, you can go to another time, to another dimension. You can go into the past. You can go, I mean, everything is held here, right? So that's, that's enough. Enough said. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. Now we have a whole commercial to process that. <laughs> uh, it's Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages.
this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Wow, I love it. So we're going, oh, let's move. We're going to be talking to Ed here and have his section. But before we do that, Sloan, I need you to tell us where you can find us. And if you love this show as much as I think most people do, I need you to go on our Facebook page and smack that like button. That would be awesome. Smack it. Whack it. You want to know where else you can find us? Well, first of all, our call letters, KZSB, 1290 AM. Find us 9 AM, Tuesdays, also at 11 PM, Sundays, 6 PM. And for those of you who can't sleep, Monday mornings at 3 a.m. Go tune in. Find us on the internet, SoundCloud, teensportsradio.com. Uh, Sloan? You should be a voice coach, Sloan. Sloan, do you, do you, do you remember our session and you, I, I did my little demo with you and you asked me if I could control my vibrato? Yeah. That's pretty, really? that's, that's pretty good control. Thank you. Oh, you can all do that. Yes. Learn how to drive it. That's right. Yeah. Well, and then if you need to update your vibrato commercial, slow, <laughs> just call Dr. D and we, we like to get some always fresh. Yes, know? yes. Eventually. I do need to update stuff. I know. Yeah. I, I need to. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. So uh, just coming back really quick before we switch gears, um, our conversation earlier, you know, about energy centers and moving energy out of our body, and when they're when we're feeling something physically, to acknowledge it and 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 you know, see it as a source, as a resource, you know, as, as wisdom, our infinite wisdom in our body. When I was first introduced to all of that, any of you out there listening, uh, if this is, if it sounds a little weird, it feels a little ah. Uh, um, you know, I had I had many very conservative friends when I was starting to to do this type of work. They were very concerned that I don't know, Sloan, um, because they didn't know they didn't understand the science behind it all. So this is all physics. It's it's the quantum physics stuff. It's science. This stuff can be measured. Uh, it's you know, it, it, it's it's science. And once I understood that, that I wasn't dabbling in some kind of like, you know, I don't know, you know, witchcraft or the black magic sort of you know once i understood the difference uh it, i really was able to drop in and like no no i mean i i'm a i do consider myself a spiritual person and i i do have a regular meditation practice uh, i've been told uh, the woman that the skin thing that i shared with you that woman i was not aware she asked me uh about people that she was seeing that were around me in my session i think it was it was uh relatives but she said that i have guides when i do my vocal work she told me i am not alone and and they're like they showed up in her they were like orbs and she said they were they were all over so um you know if you had told me that before i understood this work i would have thought you're out of your mind and what are you smoking uh but now fast forward i call in all the help i can when i'm doing my work i don't i don't ever feel like i'm doing anything alone anymore especially when i'm, I'm working in my field i don't i'm not doing it alone in fact it's not even me i am asking for help i'm calling in whoever's out there whoever is listening come and do this because i'm just a, a human having a, a spiritual being having a human experience and I, I, I rely on that help. You know what? And some people is higher power, God, whatever that is for you. But, but it's very real. And I didn't used to believe it. 
It's, it's, I think what it is, is as we get older, and sometimes the person's experience on that level is heightened at birth. Some, as we grow, we want to learn more. I'm always open to everything. And I, I really, truly blessed having the mom that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, she really uh, talked to me in a different way. And back in those days, it was definitely more weird. But I just, I took to it. It felt right. So, yeah. But good, good, good chatter, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Ed Langlo, are you ready? I'm ready. Thank you, Erica. All right. What are we going to talk about this week? Good morning, everyone. Um, well, welcome to If Only I'd Known. If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely, as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is titled, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. In this time of COVID virus, many of us are experiencing changes and loss that we've never dealt with before. My niece recently sent an email with a picture of her yoga studio that uh, was taken just before she locked the door for the last time. The virus has closed those kinds of businesses, so she couldn't pay for the space any longer. It had been a bucket list item for her, so... For that reason, I responded, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. We all have or will experience loss in some way, whether it's a loss of a friend, a house we enjoyed, or a sports team that we were on. And we need to find a way to deal with that loss. Try to find the positive aspects surrounding your loss. Like today, when we lose someone, we're more likely to have a celebration of their life instead of grieving at their funeral because they're no longer with us. Instead, we relate stories about the good times we had together and smile because they happened. Loss and uh, hard times actually tend to make us stronger and wiser. So when bad things happen, try to think of it as a workout for your soul. When you beat your body up lifting weights or doing aerobics, the next day your muscles are hurting, but they don't give up. They become stronger and they come back healthier. Even our bones become more sound. So why not recognize that your mind and spirit have done the same? You as a person come through times stronger and wiser for that experience. So why not recognize that instead of feeling sorrow over whatever it is that happened? If only I had known when I was young to realize and say, Along my journey, some good things happened. It's gone now, but along the way, there was something good. So if on your journey through life, you hold something for a while and now it's gone, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. I'm Ed Langlo. I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Nice. Very nice. Good one. Very nice. So next week will be the uh, mindfulness, and it's going to uh, correlate several things. We've talked about the placebo effect. I've talked about the power of positive thinking, and I want to consider this a, a third segment in that series or that conversation. And I'll yeah. talk about uh, mindfulness and yeah. being aware of, of our bodies and our breath and the things that are around us. Yeah. So, Ed, I mean, it's up to you. Go ahead, Christy. You want to say something? Um, I, I wanted to say um, that, um, yes, I, I, I totally, I think that's such a beautiful perspective to, to, um, 
to to celebrate because it happened. But I also and I also wanted to acknowledge that that crying and grieving for a little while when it happens, releasing that pain is really important. So it's almost like don't dwell on what on what we've lost, but celebrate it because I think that that sense of you know really honoring the feelings where they are. If I don't if I don't express the grief at least once or twice and really let myself cry and let my body just like. I mean, I have thrown myself on the ground as an adult. I was so upset about something before. So um, as I allow that, that actually allows me to let go and to then look back and say, I'm so glad it happened. But to give myself that moment to really, to really grieve it is good. And just not that I don't have, then I can get to the place where I'm really grateful for it. Does that, of course, does that- if you, as long as you do recognize later on that it was a good thing and it's, it's, oh basically good things that I'm referring to that don't let the sorrow eat you up because the good things, it was a good thing and, and smile because you had that good thing and nothing lasts in eternity. So you have to accept that it's gone and, and smile because you had that experience. Perfect. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you. You got to finish up with that. That was like, that's good chatter. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm coming back to the listeners who some of this stuff might might be a little, uh, um, you know, our gut you know, is referred to as as the second brain or the first brain in our body. And, you know, when it's to listen to your gut, trust your gut. And if you're in a situation or you know, if there's been loss, it really comes back to what Christine was saying, really honoring what is going on in our body and Micah too, you know, just, and, and Richard, you know, about being present, fully present. And it, and it's so hard to do that today and all the devices and the social media and all that. Hmm, I almost said a naughty, no <laughs> editing here, but y'all know what I'm talking about. And you know, our young people and our teenagers, that is how they stay in touch socially. Right. Um, but you know, it, it, it's our gut being in our body, staying present, remembering to breathe, to pause, to get some sort of a practice, trusting your body, trusting your gut. If something isn't right, something doesn't feel right. All you kids, adults, whoever is out there listening, uh, listen to it. And and it's amazing how often I'll be like, you know, I don't really don't know what that was about. You know, and then two weeks later, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I did not continue on that. You know, that that meeting or that whatever was going on. You know, my yeah. gut was telling me I didn't understand it, but my gut was right. Right. OK, let's take a little break on that. Teens, listen to that. You know, you're on the sports. If whatever you're doing sports wise, you're on the court, the field, the pool. Just listen to your gut. All right, let's take a little break. Erica Salt of the Kennedy will be back with more of these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, 
Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Richard, you have 90 seconds. I'm so sorry. I'll make it up next week. All right. That's okay. So um, just um, sort of fitting into everything that we've been talking about with, with sort of inner, inner strength and, and acknowledging who we are and what we're feeling. The most important phrase in the universe is I am. And you can fill that blank in at the end with whatever you want. And this is how we change a situation and rewrite our subconscious. We take something that we're feeling and we take our attention away from that and put it on what we want. And the fastest way to do that is by saying, I am. And you say, I am happy. I am whatever. But you can't do that properly until you define who the I and I am is. And just a real quick exercise I always tell people to do that that helps define that. Take out a piece of paper, write, my name is whatever. In my case, my name is Richard. And this is this is who I am. And write, you know, I was born here. This, this was my experience growing up. Write everything that you're proud of and build yourself up. Then when you say, I am happy, I am, you know, whatever you want to be, I win this, I am the person who wins this particular experience, whatever, then it, it means something, then it, it, it will create. This is, that's beautiful. Instead of tell me your story, it's write me your story. I love it. Well, I am blessed to be along with you all here. Santa Barbara, God bless you. Peace prosperity. See you next week.